great. But here's what he did. Rhyme it. Do you know how to rhyme it? Oh, please just rhyme it. And he really gets into it. Do you know how to rhyme it? Yes, of course. We will you don't even have to think about it. Like, so let's rhyme it today. Rhyme it. Yes. We are going to do rhyme it. Just yeah, that's where he just after Ooh, ran down. Like Everybody, amazing. I'm not gonna remember any of it. That's the way it goes. All over the Rams today and Ram it. I mean, now he's like on his feet. How are you guys? Who's house? Wow. Ram What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Rams Brothers. I'm your host Dean, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother and the other great host of this show, Nick. And Nick, Saints Thursday night football. Playoff atmosphere, basically a playoff game. But first and most importantly, how are you, my good brother? Good. Two seven-seven teams going at it for the world to watch on Thursday night. Should be a good time. I think our seven-seven is a little more, you know, versatile and looks a little better than theirs. But hey, seven-seven is seven and seven. Hey, it's we'll take what we can get. Seven and seven. We were once three and six. We've been four and one after the bye. And the Rams in this game, the official preview. 76% chance of making the playoffs with a win in this game. So this all implications, playoff implications, your respect throughout the league. The Rams are looking to earn it. This is the opportunity to do it on the national stage. It's 76% chance to make the playoffs with a win. It goes all the way down to 14% with a loss. The Rams are three and a half to four point favorite. Depends on where you see them, what sports book you get them at. So minus 205, the over-under set at 44 and a half. And the Rams have gone over in three of their last four games. They went under in the game against the Commanders. 81% of the bets, Nick, have been placed on the Rams so far. Only 19% of the bets have been placed on the Saints. And both teams are currently 7-7, seven and seven, as you mentioned. And this is very much going to be the expectations of a playoff game, a playoff atmosphere, and everything that rides along with it. So let's go. What are your expectations? The money is the only thing that really scares me because – Sometimes when 81 or 91% of the money is on one team on a primetime game, I feel like there's some calls that go one way or the other. But, I mean, if you look at us versus them, I think we are just much more well-constructed. We have the better QB. We have the better head coach. We have the better defense. They have some great, you know, like, you know, Alvin Kamara and, like, just really good role players and whatnot. But, I mean, top to bottom, there's not there's a lot there, there's a lot of reasons why we are expecting this win, and this is a team you have to beat. I mean, like you said, with the playoff chances, you got to win this one because it, it, it gets a little easier after this because then it's just Giants, and then hopefully San Francisco just sits everybody for us. That's yeah, the Eagles and the Seahawks game. Obviously, it's had some implications late in the season because if the Eagles are ten and four and San Francisco is going to have the one seed in the final game then there's going to be a potential opportunity to sit some starters. Who knows if they do that against the Rams. But here's what the playoff odds look like for the Saints. So their current playoff odds are at 41%. With a win, it goes all the way up to 74%, same as the Rams. And with a loss, it goes down to 23%. So the implications, there's actually more on the line for the Rams in this game. Like you could argue that the Saints felt like, you know, they've, they won a couple of games back-to-back, a couple of cupcakes too. Like they had a, a win against the Panthers and then a win against the Giants to get back to 500, but they were five and seven before those two victories. They had lost three straight games previously to the Vikings, the Falcons, and the Lions, and they allowed I think 28 points on average in that game. And in terms of injuries, you're not going to get any Michael Thomas. 
Marshawn Lattimore is likely going to be missing this game. Chris Olave was limited. He's got an ankle injury, so we're going to just be monitoring him throughout the week. A couple of other players, one of their back-end safeties is banged up, did not practice today. Their right tackle. So I want to make sure that we are hyper-focused on the fact that this game is has more on the line. And I think that the Rams have a little bit more to prove, right? The Saints are in a situation where, all right, you know, Dennis Allen's in his second year. I think he was the interim head coach last year. Derek Carr has been in the league for a long enough period of time where I think the, the jury's kind of out on the kind of quarterback that he is. Look at the head-to-head comparison between the two. Here's Derek Carr, 3,098 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and seven fumbles. A QBR of 49.9 which puts him 21st overall. And then there's Matthew Stafford, 3,320 yards, 21 touchdowns, nine picks, zero fumbles, a QBR of 62.8, which is seventh overall. Nick, I think that's exactly where I would put these two guys. Like if you're talking about head-to-head comparison, who has the better quarterback, who is, you know, who has more success in the playoffs, who has a Super Bowl championship, it's very much in favor of Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Yeah, I, you know, I think if you put Derek Carr on the Rams, this team is abysmal. Uh, quite honestly, this year is like totally lost. And if you put Stafford on the Saints, they're probably in a much better situation because their record was just so much easier. It's it's night and day with these two. I thought Carr was given a great opportunity here in New Orleans at the beginning of this year with a really weak division around him to kind of come out and be this and be the juggernaut team that all the talent suggested that they were going to be. And lo and behold, they're seven and seven and probably going to not even win the division. To be honest with you, they lose this game and they're going to have trouble getting the nine wins, which may get them into the playoffs, depending on where everybody else lands. But I mean, they're first round out. If they even do get in, they, they don't scare anybody. They, they haven't done anything against a good team. And anytime they get close to, succeeding it's followed up by a Derek Carr interception or like one yeah, of the worst I've ever seen all the Saints fans yeah. are so sick of him yeah I mean understandable because this is what you're playing against like the, the quarterback on the other end is absolutely cooking Matthew Stafford against Cleveland 279 yards three touchdowns against the number one pass defense against the Ravens previously number two against the pass 294 yards three touchdowns no picks since the bye they're four and one 105.2 pass rating 13 touchdowns and two interceptions I, I just have a ton of faith in the Rams and the fact that they have the quarterback that has been so great since the bye like you have all the health on the offensive line obviously of the run game operating the way that it should you have health with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua and the way that they've been developing and coexisting again it feels like all of the confidence should be in the Rams' back pocket, but obviously it's it's a Thursday night football game. You're coming off of a short week. The Saints are coming off two easy victories, looking to travel and potentially steal a win in an opportunity where they're underdogs. I just have a lot of faith in the fact that, yeah, maybe the Saints have a lot of kind of flashy names, skill players, role players, like this, this running attack. Kyron Williams has more rushing yards than both of them. So Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams, somewhat of a two-headed attack. You also got Taysom Hill in there. Um, so, I mean, it's, you can kind of go back and forth, like the offense, if you're missing Chris Olave, Chris Olave, you're missing Michael Thomas. What is there really to show? I think Derek Carr in the last game, he distributed the ball to 10 different receivers, which is pretty remarkable. Like it's like committee by whoever can step up and, and make a catch. And, you know, a lot of it is dump offs to Alvin Kamara, like 80, he completed 82% of his passes in this last game against the giants, elite game man, ma- manager status. 
Like leading receiver was dump off, check down, fantasy PPR king, Alvin Kamara with five receptions for 44 yards. And then right after him, it's Jawan Johnson, their tight end, who last year I think was Dean's pick or one of Dean's locks. He was a guarantee to score a touchdown in our game against the Saints. I think it was after Christmas or right before Christmas, but it's it's a well-deserved rematch. There's obviously blood from the 2018 season, and Nickel Roby Coleman put that ass in a waffle frying pan. So it's it's going to be popcorn. It's I'm really excited to see this game. Yeah, it's a you know it's a Thursday night game, and you sit here and you think, okay, it's the Saints. They're at seven and seven. Maybe take it a little more serious. They they have one win against a team with the winning record, and the team is Indianapolis. Everybody else that they've beaten is a I mean, there's the cupcake schedule. You said it yourself. They have not had to wrap a single test. And they're sitting here 7-7 seven seven with the same record as us. And we're every week we're going up against another playoff team, it seems. Like, finally <laughs> the schedule let up. Finally. And, and, and we get a cupcake game with the commanders. But it, time and time again, this, this Saints team has thrown out opportunities to look like a good team. And I just it, – it's going to be hard. This game feels like if we lose, it'll be a Rams loss and not a Saints win. We have to get yeah, out I mean, of our own way. To, yeah, uh, because, I mean, if, if you get beat, you're going to get beat by players like Jimmy Graham, Taysom Hill, like Lynn Bowden, A.T. Perry. Like, these are all guys that were getting receptions late in the game against the Giants. Jamal Williams, Rashid Shaheed, Foster Moreau. Like, the, you're going to get a little bit of everybody in this game, especially based on some of the injuries that they're dealing with. And I just have a ton, a ton of faith that the Rams are just going to be able to, to run their duo scheme to death. Like you can get your double teams on the offensive line. You get the offensive line cooking. You rely on winning at the line of scrimmage in this game. Their interior defense, Kalen Saunders, Nathan Shepard, they're weak. Their second-level defenders, Pete Werner, Zach Braun, are also suspect outside of Demario Davis. And Matthew Stafford has been surgical. I, I don't see any reason why Kyron Williams shouldn't continue this trajectory. The Saints are allowing – how many yards on the ground per game? This is what we're looking at with the Saints' defense, 131.5 rushing yards allowed per game, which is 26th overall, 321 yards allowed per game, which is 13th, 27 touchdowns allowed. Passing yards, they're great against the pass, 189.5 passing yards allowed per game. But why does that suggest that Matthew Stafford isn't able to get his based on what he did against Baltimore and Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, and especially when when – you look at how bad they are against the run. You open the game up for Kyron, which just is going to open the game up for Matthew Stafford. It's just it's as simple as that. It's, if they load the box to try to stop Kyron, then you're just going to have people that are going to be able to get open. And with Puka and Cup, I mean, they don't seem to have a problem doing that. Uh, I would love if they were able to just run the ball all the way down. And, I mean, kind of similar to the plan that they had last week, minus the Kyron fumbles, and just get an early lead eat up clock and just score. And then once you get to the red zone, sure, get a little, you know, pass happy, but don't forget what brought you down there. Like they kind of have in, in these first, uh, these first drives up until the red zone. Yeah. I mean, look at offensive production in terms of head to head, the Rams are leading in terms of yards per game, passing yards per game, rushing yards per game. The only thing that the saints are better at right now is point differential. And Nick, you can argue that that has a lot to do with the cupcake schedule. Like, Plus, I think the Rams are plus 37 or plus 38 in terms of point differential coming out of the bye, um, plus 17 on the season. So a couple of lopsided losses to the Cowboys, to the Packers, a couple of games where you didn't score points. So, I mean, that's kind of what you're looking at. So it's it's lopsided to that regard. But, like, I, 
Derek Carr, Alvin Kamara themselves as a pass attack, they're not dynamic. And what Derek Carr is able to bring to the table is not game changer. It's it's game manager. And what what De- uh, Dennis Allen does, he's a defensive-minded coach. They don't have a lot of offensive star power outside of what we already showed. And in terms of the defense, like this is what you're looking at in terms of the faces. Honey Badger, Demario Davis, and Cam Jordan. Like these are all players that are well-known. Every single level of the defense. You got Cam Jordan in the front, Demario Davis in the middle, and Tyron Matthew in the back. Like these are the faces of the defense. But then you look at some of the other underrated bodies on this team. Like Isaac Yadam on defense, he's one of the better secondary players in the entire league. 88.8 PFF grade, which is third overall. Paulson Adebo, he's right behind Isaac Yadam, 85 PFF grade, which is fourth overall. And then Eric McCoy, their center, is 81.8 PFF grade, which is fourth overall. So honestly, it's 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 pretty impressive the way that they've been able to put together um, a couple of wins here down the stretch, considering they don't have a ton of talent. But like they do have some some great underrated talent that a lot of the rest of the league isn't really aware of yet in players like Isaac Yadam and Paulson and Debo. And Eric McCoy is a pretty well-known player at this point. So I'm pretty excited over the fact that this game I feel like is going to be extraordinarily competitive. Um, it's it's any given Sunday to the point where y- you could see pretty much anything in this game coming off of a short week. Um, so I don't, you know, it's, let's let's see what happens. Let's roll the dice. I, it's It's at a point where you look at both these teams and I think the general zeitgeist of the Rams right now is they're surging at the right time and the Saints are kind of just like, insignificant in the entire like NFL scheme, but that's exactly when, I mean, look at the Eagles and the, and the Seahawks last night on Monday night football. It was like the Eagles were top of the zeitgeist, high echelon. The Seahawks had just lost three in a row and drew lock is playing whenever it's the only thing that scares me about this game is that it's at Thursday night, Thursday night (laughs) game on a short week. Anything can happen. Like if this game was tucked away at like 10 a.m., in like the you know early slate of the day, I, I feel like I can guarantee a Rams victory, but it's just because it's Thursday night. It's, I just feel I don't feel as good about it as I should. Yeah, and the fact that Aaron Donald was coming off of a limited pitch count, he had a groin injury late last week, and then he's got to come in in a short week and then rush the passer against Derek Carr, try to force fumbles. But they were the most productive when he was on the field. Sixty-five percent of the snaps, I believe, he played generated four pressures in that time period. So, I, and I'm also really confident in the young players to win because. Outside of, you know, their center, who we just talked about, Eric McCoy, I don't see a ton of other strengths. Their right side, if if Ramchek can't go, say it with me, everybody. Uh, Andrews Pete, not elite. Say it with me. Byron Young could have a game, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to see them come out in a dominant in a dominant way, right? Because if you are able to establish a lead early, you could you could get some um, early turnovers on Derek Carr potentially. And then, you know, go up, I don't know, two touchdowns going into halftime and then be able to kind of play with the lead. Um, I, I have faith that they could do that in this game. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, you should feel good about it. As a Rams fan, going to this game, you should feel good. It's just 100%. Thursday. It just scares me. A hundred percent. And then we got a couple of keys. Real quick, Dean's keys to victory. We kind of talked about them already, but. One, maintain the offensive identity, limit mistakes, drops, fumbles. Nick, you already alluded to it. If the Rams are going to lose this game, it's probably because 
They did it to themselves. Self-inflicted wounds, drops, fumbles, whatever it may be to let the, the Saints club back in this game. Force an early Derek Carr turnover, number two, and be able to play with the lead. He's got seven fumbles on the season, seven interceptions. Suggests that he's going to turn the ball over at least once in this game. So you have to be able to capitalize and 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 come away with some points in that. Um, and then special teams, number three. If Haverisic misses again, you have to bring Mason Crosby back. There's no two ways yeah. about it. He's kicking indoors for second straight week, especially if it's if it's within 50 yards. You just have a short leash for a kicker like that. I, I honestly was expecting something to happen during this week. Like I wanted, yeah, I'm surprised it didn't. I wanted information on Crosby as soon as Monday. So it's so strange because everything was perfect in the week prior in Baltimore in the rain. He was crushing the ball. It was five for five. And then the next week he's perfect until the very last kick. So I, I feel like they want to give him a little bit more of an opportunity, but that's just, that's how you lose a playoff game. So yep. you, you know, your, your kicker misses a 44 yarder to, uh, to bring you into overtime, which could have given you the opportunity to win the game and move on. I, it's ridiculous that that game was a sweat at any point And it, it comes back to, Lucas missing that kick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, well, that's the season seems like it's going to come down to with all these playoff odds and everything like that. It's going to come down to moments that happened earlier on in the season. Uh, Brett Rippon, right. The, the green Bay Packers game where you could, could have potentially started them there. The Matthew Stafford having a missed time against the, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys on the Philly Philly play where he re-injured his thumb after he smashed on Demarcus Lawrence's helmet. Like there are moments in time in this season where the Bengals game is a really good example. The Steelers game, right? All these games come to mind that you could have had um, and it's going to come down to the very end. So uh, no reason for a Rams fan to not be overly excited about this game. They should be confident, should be excited, pack the house, be as loud as possible and create a playoff atmosphere for the Aints. Yeah. And you know what? I checked Ticketmaster just to see, you know, like just to see what it was sure. going to be like. And it seems like it's it's filling up fast. They're, they're, sure. The commander's game, I think, was a little lackluster in terms of like the amount of people there. Um, but it, it seems like the tickets are selling quick for this for this Saints game, which is good, which is good to, good to see. Good. Well, I think I'm ready for my favorite part of the week. Is it time for next picks already? It's time for next picks. Isn't it crazy how quick this season has gone? It, it happens every year. You're thinking to yourself, oh, we're only in week three, and then all the way it's you fast forward, it's week 16, and you're getting yeah. ready for the central playoff run. Yep. That's crazy. Next picks. And week 16, my favorite number. They're back once again. We had a great weekend. One loss, one push, and three wins. Four wins if you count Stafford over 1.5 touchdowns, which, yeah, let's count. Why not? Next picks overall record. Finally, for the first time this season, is in the green. 39, 35, and 2. All this work to be up four units. But, hey, the season isn't over. We haven't had our perfect week yet. And let me tell you right now, I think this is it. These picks are more than picks. I'm going to change the name from this segment to Nick's Picks to Nick's Locks. Not really. It doesn't rhyme. No. No, it doesn't. It's got to be Nick's Picks. Speaking of rhyming, we have a Nick's Pick song coming right at you. So please open your ears, grab a nice cup of hot Jones, and listen till your heart's content. We all need a lock. We all need a lock. We all need a lock. Dean, for the love of God, give us a lock. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. 
We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from both of the Ram Bros. <laughs> Unbelievable. That has to be number one. Uh, yeah, for as far as the Christmas one goes, I think that's the best. That's the best Christmas one of all time. Well done, brother. Thank you, thank you. From what do you got for this week? From, from all three of us at Rams, brothers, me, Dean, and the amount of care that we put in. Browns at Texans. <laughs> My only loss last week is when I bet against the Texans. Seriously, can't help myself. I run right into the fire every time. I wish it was just the Texans burning me every time because I'd go against them, but no. They're the team that whatever side I pick, either with them or against them, they lose me money on every level. They should be a stay away. But guess what? Here on Knicks Picks, we don't know the meaning of stay away, much like Joe Flacco. How many times do they have to teach this old man a lesson? The Browns now have an adult in the room that was James Butler. Long, tall, and handsome, an elite Flacco, keeping my Browns AFC championship future alive. Every single Sunday, regardless of Joe and the jolt he's given the offense, it's the Browns' D that will win this game. It's experience versus inexperience. Young Texans versus the Bulldog Browns. I'll take the dogs 20-13 to 13 because every Browns game has a score where one team uh, is in the teens and the other is in the 20s. Uh, I like Browns plus three, uh, under 42 and a half, and we'll start off a good week. I'll take that. Texans yeah. have been shaky. CJ Stroud's been banged up. We know I, what Joe Flacco can do. I just need to win a Texans bet just for my own sanity. I can't. <laughs> I, I just need to win one, and, and, and I'll stay away forever. What Commanders at Jets. Washington versus New York. We usually get this twice a year, and it's a horrible game both times. Commanders are 0-2 against New York this year. But you know what they say. It's really hard to beat a team three times, huh? Look, I know it's the Jets and not the Giants, but still – we're going to bet on the, on this game because we're not even going to watch it. We're just going to bet on it because I think there's good value here. Just, just, just check the score, you know. Just have to check the score every now and then and don't watch it so no one on Christmas Eve suspects that you're a degenerate. I watched the Commanders in person last week. They're not special, but they can move the ball, and their defense can force turnovers. Both teams playing for glory at this point, but if one team gets up early, I doubt the other will fight back hard which is why I'm taking the Commanders, because I think that they have a quick scoring ability. I just have a feeling this game will be like 10-0 for like 20 minutes. Give me Commanders plus three, 17-11, Commanders win. This game, eh, most likely to have a safety this week. I like it. What's next? I hate the game, but I like the bet. What's next? New England at Denver. This looks like an easy ride with the Broncos wagon after uh, after a humiliating loss, and that's exactly what we're going to be doing. The Patriots have a coach who seemingly wants to out of the, of his coaching situation, a backup quarterback who can only pay two quarters efficiently, a defense once deadly, now just lazy, and a horrid special teams unit, which is like Bill Belichick's bread and butter. Colin Coward has a rule. He takes a team – after they've got blown out in a high-pressure situation. And you know what, Buster? I do that too. I believe the Broncos' pass rush will get home to Zappi quite easily, and Russ will be allowed to cook for the foreseeable future. Broncos by a touchdown may seem high, but we're taking minus six and a half here with a Wilson master masterclass attached. Sean Payton versus Bill Belichick has lost all its luster. It's like watching a season one episode of South Park. 
Back in the day, it was hilarious, but now it's just a bunch of old smelly farts. 30 to 12. I think Russ gets it done easily, and it's just a bad game. All right. Not bad. Dean, before I run it back, what, what are your locks? What's your lock? I am going to go with Matthew Stafford being clean, staying clean in the pocket. I'm going to go Matthew Stafford uh, not sacked. Is that a is that a bet that I could take? I I don't know. You can do you can take Matthew Stafford under under on Matthew Stafford's under on Matthew Stafford's sacks because and the reason why I say that is because this team is coming off of a week where they sacked Danny Cutlets or whatever the hell his name is Tommy Cutlets seven friggin' times. So I think that the Rams' offensive line is playing really well. I think Matthew Stafford's going to stay protected. Maybe you just go over on Matthew Stafford's passing yards. I think Dean is – I think the very first play of Rams offense now, Dean just jinxed the Rams, is going to be a sack. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. Run it back with extra thick straps. Browns plus three, under 42.5 in Browns. Texans, Commanders plus three, Broncos minus 6.5. And, and my quick pick, best quarterback against the spread, Lions – Minus three, Jerichoff over Nick Mullins. In Minnesota, they're going to blitz the hell out of Goff, but I don't care. I think hey, we need them to win. We need the Vikings to lose. Who else do we need to lose? We need the Packers to lose. We need Seattle to continue losing. Although they just came off a big win. So, yeah, all aboard. All yeah. aboard the Lions train. And then hopefully we get a Matthew Stafford goes into Detroit to play the Detroit Lions in the playoff game. God, that, that's the best case scenario for me. Terrifying for Lions fans, exciting for Rams fans. Hopefully they can all get together and oh, rejoice in the fact that we're all there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd love to see the Rams prosper from that game, but then if they lose, I get to watch the Lions one more week, which isn't horrible. Probably the least upsetting that a season could end is in a, a, vict- is in a loss in Detroit to the Lions. Yeah, I agree. Regardless... I still have all the confidence in the world. If that happens, the Rams go in and win the game. Heck. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I mean, right now, if you put us up against any team that is hosting the playoff game. Any team not named San Francisco, I think we have a pretty good shot. Exactly. And they won't even be hosting till the second week. So that's And fine. even them, I think we can give them our best test. Yeah. I really do, like we did earlier. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Back-to-back days with episodes. We'll have another one on Friday, maybe even Thursday night. Who knows? But we appreciate you greatly. And go Rams. We're going to get a victory on Thursday. Rams house. Peace. Go Rams. Rams.